Coming up, the 2023 NFL season is in the books. The playoffs are coming, and we are going to do Guest Alliance and a whole lot more next. This episode of the Bill Simmons Podcast is presented by State Farm. If you ever been in an accident and you're okay, but you know what happened? Your first reaction is going to be, man, why did that happen? If you ever buy a new house or a new car or a new anything, there's this little rush you get when you're like, I did it. I made it happen. But really, the only words you need to remember are, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm has options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to help choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Learn more at statefarm.com. This episode is brought to you by Simply Safe. Make this summer the best one yet. Invest in a Simply Safe home security system. I have one. I love it. It's a great way to protect your home when you're not there. Um, you need one, especially during the summer. You know what burglars know? People go away during the summer. That's what happens. So when you're away, you want to make sure your place is protected. You want to make sure that you potentially have little camera things you can watch on your phone to see what, what's happening at your house, at your front door, inside. You deserve some peace of mind. Get it today with Simply Safe. Right now, get 20% off any new Simply Safe system with fast protect monitoring at simplysafe.com slash BS. There's no safe like Simply Safe. We're also brought to you by the Ringer Podcast Network. I have a new rewatchables coming on Monday night. It is a movie that stars one of the four biggest stars of the last 35 years, and it's a good movie to boot. Those are your hints. Speaking of pop culture, the Golden Globes happened tonight. I did not care. Sean Fennessy and Amanda Dobbins, I think they might have cared slightly, but they did a big picture episode about it. So after you listen to this, you can listen to their uh, emergency breakdown. I think it was more of an emergency because the show wasn't good, but uh, it was actually emergency surgery on the Golden Globes. But if you cared about the Golden Globes, go check that out. Go check out all of our pop culture and sports stuff on the Ringer Podcast Network, as well as theringer.com, which is a great website. And my YouTube channel, where we put a lot of clips from this podcast where we might start experimenting with stuff that's not even on this podcast. YouTube.com slash Bill Simmons. You should subscribe. Got some good stuff up there. Coming up, the cuz. We're going to break down week 18. We're going to preview round one. We're going to play guess the lines and we're going to do a big losers draft for week 18 because there were a lot of losers and not a lot of winners. I got to say, a lot of losers. It's all coming next. First, our friends from Project. All right, we are taping this. It is a little after 8.30. It's 8.36 if you're betting on the what time did we start taping Guest the Lions. Cousin Sal is here. He's fresh off of hosting uh, the Golden Globes. I heard you did great. Thank you. I mean, my tactics, I, I, I scold the audience, and then I feel like I win them over. I mean, there's no <laughs> other way to do it, right? <laughs> Usually when you put the audience on the defense, that always seems to work. <laughs> We are going to play a game of Week 18 losers a little bit later. We want to start with some positive stuff, including the Bills, who yeah. there was a moment during the Jacksonville-Tennessee game when it suddenly seemed, seemed conceivable that the Bills are going to be out of the playoffs, where right. Jacksonville was going to come back and beat Tennessee. Pittsburgh won yesterday, and then it was going to be Miami versus Buffalo for all the marbles. Buffalo would have to win the stand. It seems super cool. And a couple of people didn't cooperate with us, including Trevor <laughs> Lawrence, Doug Peterson, and Ryan Tannehill. 
So we get to Bill's Dolphins, and it's a little who's going to win the AFC East. There's all kinds of seeds in play. NBC keeps running graphics telling us what's going to happen. There's just hyphens and diagonal things, and I, it was too confusing. I was confused when we started the podcast. It seemed like the Dolphins were going to win. It was 14-7. Mm-hmm. The Bills were doing nothing, and it just seemed like your classic crap Bills game. Allen had thrown two picks. All of a sudden, they get a punt return. The Dolphins just roll over and then the Bills look like the Bills. And then all of a sudden the Bills, not only did they almost, not only did they win, they almost screwed up any Dolphins tease than anybody had. Yeah. I don't know if I feel worse about the Dolphins or better about the Bills. Where do you Ooh, stand? That's a good question. I, I here's why I feel bad about the Bills. And I'm trying to, maybe you could help me. They I feel like when I watch their offense and it, it's humming it's pretty great to look at, you know? It's like, wow, why can't this happen? I, I mean, when he takes off on third and 13 and and runs yeah. and makes it, and then like, just like, you know, over the middle, just finding digs in stride and everything. It's like, wow, they, they should have 40 points. Why do they have seven in the third quarter always? Like, why did it take that yeah. kick return to wake them up? I really still think they lose that game. You know, their offense doesn't get going again. They do everything except score. Is there a team like this that we felt like, oh man, why don't they score 50 points? Like in the last decade. I was trying to look and I couldn't couldn't find it, but it is a frustrating uh, offense to watch. Yeah, if you if you think there's two terrible plays an offense can make per game and then two awesome plays that could go either yeah. way. It seems like the long 60-yard bomb is always an inch an inch further than with the, than Diggs or whoever. Mm-hmm. And then it seems like the Allen pick which half the time gets dropped or tipped or whatever every time the guy catches it. And it's just their balance of those two versus two is always against them. But then when they're humming and it's just like, oh, they need a first down. They're definitely going to get this. I was shocked when they didn't get the fourth to one at the end of the game. Uh, look, maybe Favre's it, Packers. I'm thinking like maybe Favre's Packers. Like I was like, oh, that this is dumb that they don't have 35 points by now. But I was trying to look, go over offenses. But yeah, I want to want to go over the negative. That is uh, Miami. It was maybe now the worst playoff team out there. Well, I it's, it's funny how we do this when... I don't feel good about certain things about Buffalo and it makes me think they're not going to win. But then if you go through every other team in the league, like, do you yeah. feel great about anybody? Like we go, like KC now is going to be favored in this round one game. They win the lottery. They get to, they, they get to play this Dolphins team that looks like it's had two injuries a week for like a month yeah. that has yeah. lost their identity completely and can't seem to beat anybody who matters. And now they get them in Kansas City. Um, I went from thinking there's no way I'm picking KC in round one to I probably wind up picking KC in round <laughs> After. one. And then the Bills get that funky Pittsburgh team that just lost TJ Watt. So, right. you know, KC and Buffalo, who we thought, oh, it'll be so cute if they play each other round one. And now they might end up just advancing to round two anyway. But I, I got to talk about the Dolphins for a second. I just didn't understand. I know they didn't have Waddle. I know they lost some guys during the game. And their defense is just getting depleted. They're just not only losing major pass rushers, but just glue guys. And, you know, it's 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 grim. But I felt like they were running the ball in Buffalo. Yeah. And then in the second half, they just stopped. And I was like, am I imagining this? Or did they just stop running the ball? And I went, I looked at the play-by-play, and it's like, to a pass, to a pass, to a pass, to a pass. They just stopped running the ball. Was this, like, strategic? Like, did they feel like in the playoffs, we're going to run the ball, so let's not do that now? Oh, interesting. Did they want to get the seven seed? Like I, I've never seen a team just go away from the thing that was going to win them the game in a yeah, game like I'll, this. 
I'm with you. First of all, they didn't have the ball a lot in the second half. No. I think uh, they were beat time of possession by 17 minutes. I think they had like 15 or 17 plays or something in the second half. But yeah, for HN, who was really running it down their throat, to only end up with 10 carries, you have to wonder what the game plan is if, if there is even one at all. Like that's They were winning that game, and then they got spooked by the kick return, and everything went out the window. Now, everything... They, they were out gained, I'm looking at total yards, 473 to 275, plus the 95-yard kick return. So it wasn't even as close yeah. as 200 yards off. So uh, It was a domination yeah, that did trouble. not feel like a domination. Yeah. The Dolphins have seven losses this year. They lost to the Dolphins. They got they killed lost by to the themselves? Ravens. No. Uh, no, they haven't lost to the Bills. They lost to themselves. I did. A lot of people <laughs> yeah, don't realize sure. that was week three. They <laughs> lost to the Bills. They lost to the Ravens. They barely beat your team and probably should have lost to your team. Yeah. They uh they lost to the Chiefs. They lost to the Eagles. They got killed by the Bills in in week four. Uh so I guess they have six losses. There's seven losses. But um, No, they're yeah, they're six. Eleven and six. Six they, losses, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um not I basically anytime they played somebody who was really good, it didn't turn out that well for them. And it's hard to take them seriously. Now, if Waddle comes back and he's like, oh. I wouldn't want to face that team if they're heating up. On the flip side, Tua, like, mm-hmm. did you think he was coming through at the end of that game? When when Tyreek, when he finally got Tyreek hurt after he threw it, led him into a defender for the 11th time that game, Tyreek mm-hmm. limps off. And you're like, I don't think Tua is going to do this with his patchwork receivers. I just don't trust him. No way. No, I don't think so. He doesn't have the running you know, element that you know Josh Allen and so many others possess. And um, yeah, what was he, 17 for 27? Two interceptions, like that seems kind of right for that game. Yeah. And uh, I, I, there are a lot of excuses at this point, but they look so good, or look the least that could move the ball in the first half. It's just uh, just so weird when they can't uh, for the rest of the game. And like you said, the Chiefs now get the worst team. It's weird. <laughs> the Chiefs they <laughs> did it again. They uh, they barely do anything today in the last month, and somehow it works out for them. So our schedule is Saturday: Browns at Houston. Shakey's again, baby. They did it. I want to, do you want to do this now, whether that should have been the Shakey's game? Uh, we could talk about that. Yeah, I guess. I have nothing well, to do. I'll read all the games and then we can discuss. Yep. Browns at Houston, Dolphins at KC on Saturday night. Sunday is Steelers at Bills, Green Bay at Dallas, and Rams at Lions. So they loaded mm-hmm. Sunday with, I would say the sexiest games of round one are Green Bay at Dallas and Rams at Lions. And they just said, fuck it. We're putting both yep. in there. And then Monday is Eagles at Bucks. Now, I think Eagles at Bucks is the worst game. If you're going to mm. say it's like the funniest game or it's the game that has the highest potential for people flipping out on social media, if it's a, if you're going to say it's a sociological experiment, a <laughs> psychological experiment, any sort of experiment, Baker Mayfield against Jalen Hurt with a hurt finger, uh, mm. AJ Brown probably not playing, the Eagles in just one of the all-time end of season free falls against a Bucks team that nobody likes. Um, if you're going to say, hey, that's a good Monday night game, I'm not 100% against it, but to me, that cries Shakey's. That is stale Shakey's pizza, mm. winos walking in halfway through and things right. breaking on the TV. What else do you want from a Shakey's game? I don't understand it. Mojo potatoes in the toilet. Yeah, well, so now I'm thinking maybe the Monday night game is the Shakey's game. Maybe that's the well, new Shakey's ESPN game. ESPN bought the Shakey's game. Yeah, they did it. They're, they're, For the newer listeners. For the newer listeners, Sal and I have been doing this forever, but our fantasy league for years and years, before COVID, COVID kind of killed it, but um, 
we would have a shakies banquet for the loser of our fantasy league. The 10th place team would have to pay for a shakies lunch for everybody else. And shakies on Santa Monica is one of the grimmest restaurants you're going to go to in LA. So we would go there and we called it, we called it uh, the shakies game because it was always the first game. And it was always a bad game except for that one time. What was it? Tebow? It was Tebow, but won in overtime against yeah, Pittsburgh. We ended up that going was like the only good shakies yeah. game ever. Yeah. Um, and they usually well, put the worst game then, but I, I don't know. Is it the six games have screwed it up? I don't understand it. I don't know the contracts. Maybe the AFC South has a contract, but someone looked it up and said every time Houston's played in the first round, they've been in that shakies position. So it, it's not necessarily always the AFC South. But so Houston, Houston, Houston by contract has to be in the Shakey's They're game? contracted. Yeah, it's a Houston. It's like maybe a NASA thing is NASA and Houston and uh, Shakey's. And yeah, all that ma- all the Matt Schaub years, we were sh- uh, Shakey's. Houston, they should Cincinnati. name it after Matt Schaub. It's the Matt <laughs> Schaub should. Shakey's classic right. presented by whatever. Yeah, he should buy Shakey's. So uh, I, yeah, I, I, it's a coin flip. I don't know how they figure this out anymore. I always th- thought I used to be able to, but it was definitely between those two games, Cleveland, Houston. And Philly, Tampa Bay. Well, the Saturday night game, which I think normally they would have loaded up on. And Dolphins KC on paper isn't bad unless you've actually watched KC this year. But that's on Peacock on Saturday. Exclusively, yep. And I think people just realized this today. Mm -hmm. There's finally some chatter about it. But I don't know if everybody knows yet. This is a disaster. This is (laughs) going to be one of the all-time sports television disasters. As people are like, okay, I can't wait to watch Dolphins at KC. What mm-hmm. channel is it on? It's like, wait, what? Peacock? Like, right. my dad is going to realize the game's on Peacock probably in the second half of Dolphins KC. Mm-hmm. He's going to be looking for <laughs> it for an hour and a half. Your dad might never find it. It's just, oh it might God. be three hours he, of him clicking he, he, around. More likely to find a Peacock at the zoo. There's no <laughs> way he's finding this thing. Yeah. No, sorry, Dad. You can't watch Patrick Mahomes in the first round. It's just not happening. Peacock yeah. spent $200 million on the game and $400 million on commercials to tell people how to get Peacock <laughs> in time to get this game. Can I tell you how I found that? I don't know. How, how'd you find out the schedule? Today. I, guess we te- I didn't we know until like 2 o'clock today. No, no. But I know when they rolled out the games, like, did you wait for the big graphic on NBC on the Sunday night game? Because I was watching. Schefter actually released them like every, like four minutes apart. You know, yeah. for, for 20 minutes straight. And there was a point where Detroit was going to be the Peacock game. It was between two games and Detroit was going to be one of them. I'm like, oh, my God, these poor son of a bitch fans have waited five decades for a, a home game here or whatever it is. And the transplants aren't even going to get to see it. It's going to be on Peacock. Now, I know the locals get to see it, but a lot of a lot of Detroit people from living somewhere else now uh, wouldn't want to see that. But it, just the same Miami, Kansas City is going to be people going to be freaked out. Peacock's like, tonight's episode of Below Deck Australia and our rerun of SmackDown has been postponed so we can bring you Dolphins at KC. I don't, I don't understand it. I yeah. feel like uh, this is a major mistake, but we'll see. Um, so we have the Shakey's Match Job Classic, Dolphins at mm-hmm. KC. Now we have the, I mean, uh, Browns-Houston, and then we have the Peacock game. Mm-hmm. So Shakey's right into the Peacock game. I don't know if they thought of... Uh, Merging. Right. Uh, quickly, we're going to do some quick winners because we have a whole losers draft. There's so many losers this week and this weekend. The biggest winners, first of all, Cleveland at number five, not win the division, but getting to play this Houston team that just like getting to the playoffs was like an incredible achievement for them. Right. They're pretty limited. Like they barely beat Indianapolis and shouldn't have. We'll go into that when we do the losers draft. And now Cleveland, they get a week of rest and they get to go in. 
I think they're going to be favored. We'll do it when we do Guess the Lions. But just by, by rolling over to the Bengals, it didn't even matter. And now they get this young Texans team that's the epitome of happy to be there. Um, it has all the makings of us losing an incredible amount of money in the Browns. <laughs> like just <laughs> where it's like Joe Flacco's on his like fifth pick. And we're like, oh my God, Houston, the home dog. How did we not see this? Like, I, I already know we're going to lose money. Joe Flacco's like, Simmons, bring your 13-point teaser to me. I got I got plans for Come it. Come on, they got I more. Can do this. Throw me yeah. in more bets. It's just, it's, <laughs> I, who is taking Houston in that game? Uh, I don't know. A lot, there are a lot, there's a lot of Stroud buzz. And they're like, you know, uh, and, and they have the better quarterback. They do. They really yeah. do. They have the, what, they the, do. The, you know, you know, Flacco's limited a little bit, but fits so well in that system. And they played already, and maybe there's a revenge thing. I don't know. I'm trying to make a case for a team that I don't even like in this game. But um, mm. yeah, that's what it is. I mean, I, I'm I'm looking so far ahead to Cleveland, Baltimore that it's just not going to happen, right? Yeah. So Cleveland's a winner. Carson Wentz was a winner today. Mm. The Rams bring him in to mess around and everybody's like, oh, that's so cool. Like me included. I'll throw the Niners in a money line tease. The Rams yeah. throwing this one away. Seems like the Rams, maybe they don't even care who they play. And they bring in Wentz and they use Wentz like he's Josh Allen in like 2019. He's <laughs> running the ball over and over again. And somehow it's working. They end up getting a touchdown late. They go for a two point because they don't even care if they win or lose. Of course they get it. They're up one. The Niners come back down. And uh, and do not win the game, and the Rams end up winning. But Wentz, we've watched how many awful quarterbacks this year? Like sixty. Like I guarantee he's better than either Patriot quarterback this year. Oh wow! Like we, we played Bailey Zappi and Mac Jones all year. There's no way Wentz wasn't better than both of those guys. At least he can run. Are you sure they put a pretty good performance on today, your quarterbacks? But um, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, it was no. great. No, yeah, I, I, I'm i with you. And as a Cowboys fan, I had that 40 minutes of, oh, all right, well, all right, we'll play the Rams. Like, oh, no, I'd rather play the Packers. Wait, oh, no, but they're just beating up on a Bears team that doesn't care. Like, yeah. And so I was going back and forth. I settled on, I'm glad we're playing the Packers because the Rams are a little bit scary. They're one of the yeah. scary teams, I think. I agree. I, I think you, both of those teams are scared. But Wentz will be a starting quarterback next year would be my prediction oh, based wow. on that game. Or he'll be in the, he'll battle for a job because he has a game tape now. And he's had success in the past, at least, unlike 20 mm -hmm. quarterbacks we watched this year who had no success and had no background of a success. Someone needs like to Wentz. do, because it ended up being exactly 68 quarterbacks started this year. And so what? that's the number for that the, was the number? Six, 68. Yeah. Oh, my and God. That's the number for, and by the way, if you look at the playoff teams, they didn't, aside from like Cleveland, a couple, of, they didn't use a lot of them. So a lot of teams use three, whereas, mm. you know, Cowboys and, you know, right. some other teams used only one. But someone should do like a bracket because 68 is the number of NCAA teams, right? You got the four play-ins. I'd love to see a bracket. Someone, Saruti, someone do a bracket. Um, and, and try we should. To we'll give that idea to the ringer.com right now. Okay, there you go. There it is. It's in there. A couple more winners. The Packers and Jordan Love. Jordan Love, uh, this him versus Rodgers thing has just been unbelievable. To watch. I love it. Love Rogers, it. Rogers, tough week for him. Um, oh. we're, we're a little biased, but uh, a good not dude. a great week a for Rodgers. Misunderstood, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and then Love, who um, they draft, and Rodgers throws a hissy fit about it. And then a couple years go by, and then he leaves, and Love comes mm. in. And the Packers, wait, I, I didn't get a lot right this year, but I did have the Packers and the Steelers in the playoffs. Um, yeah. But the Packers were the like one of the youngest teams in the league. I think I saw they were the, one of the five youngest teams to make mm -hmm. the playoffs since 1970. 
but you can feel them getting better as as things went along. Last week against Minnesota, they played really well. And I was dubious. I was like, all right, Minnesota, you know, the quarterback situation has just murdered them. Packers mm-hmm. defense got DeVito ran around on them. Bryce Young ran around on them. What's Fields going to do? But right. they were awesome against uh, Fields and the Bears today. And Love, once again, was really good. And you got to be a little scared, just a little. I'm a little bit scared. I mean, I, I also, but I, I'm trying to think, all right, the Bears are just never going to beat this team no matter what. So I'm not going to go by that. But you're right. Yeah, He was good love against the Vikings. He's good. I really don't understand. They haven't had their one-two punch at running back really almost all year. Right. And Christian Watson hasn't really been there for them. So he's like doing it. He's like putting this together as he goes along. And they're, they're a formidable squad that you know seems to play defense when they want. That's the thing. I got to catch the Joe Barry defense on a right day. And, uh, yeah. and then we won't have to worry about it. But uh, yeah, good job making it to the playoffs. He hasn't made mistakes and they're getting two, three explosive plays every game. He should have been started three respite. years ago. Let's let's face it. I mean, I don't Maybe know. Should I don't have. understand. Yeah. Did more no of a leader. No doubt about um, it. Couple more quick losers. Or I'm sorry, winners. Winners. On that Packers one. The NFL, let's face it, they they might have rigged that Packers Bears game a tiny bit. <laughs> Just a <laughs> little. So. I think they wanted the Packers to win that game. I'm I'm only saying this with the slight bitterness of somebody who had Bears plus three. <laughs> the entire I had Bears game, plus seven and a half. So I'm I'm even worse. They lost by eight. Yeah. Bears are driving down for a tying touchdown. They still would need the two point. And they have momentum. They cross midfield. Field scrambles and goes into a slide and gets nailed by a D-back. And his head hits the floor. Oh, yeah. yeah hits yeah, the yeah. grass. I watch football every week, as do you. This is a if this is any quarterback who is famous at all, at all, it's a flag. Fields felt famous enough to me for the flag. This one, it's like, well, you know, he starts the flag, he starts the slide. They they go to uh, the the official official expert. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Was that a penalty? He's like, well, you know, he started the slide, and the defender had already committed. And I'm like, this has always been a penalty when does every that time. Yeah. If the guy right, right, starts right. the slide and he gets hit, it's 15 yards. Mm-hmm. So not only he gets the first down. Now he's woozy, so they got to hand off on first down. They get nothing. Then he has to come out. Nathan Peterman comes in, and they do this whole rigmarole. All of a sudden, they're, they're, it's like second and twenty, and it's it's a mess. Well, I feel like they sideways. were like, well, we we broke we we botched this. Uh, I think they made him come out because he was like, what what the, what am they I did. doing? They what had the concussion spotter yeah. took him out. Yeah, he's like, what what good is it now? He's like, uh, uh, hey, everyone's watching these replays. He bounced his head off the turf like it was a cartoon character three yeah. times. We better bring him into the tent. And he came right back out. But yeah, that would have helped. I don't know if they it was a, it was a 15 yeah. yard play that would have taken them inside yeah. the 30. It would have been first down on like the 25. Instead, he was I don't think he made another play the rest of the drive. Right. So I don't know. That was pretty fishy. And then last but not least, one last winner. I did not do well today gambling. Um, <laughs> but I you're not, done one, of, a you're lot not worse. one of the winners. You're not one. Of, I could have done a lot worse. You could say C.D. Lamb, the MVP. Simmons, if you want, you oh, could be your winner. fine. I won't tell anyone if that's what you want to say. I had two futures. I did not do great on the futures, but I did have Arizona minus uh, four and a half under wins. Oh, good. Oh, wow. Exciting. And I had the Seahawks nine wins over. Uh, so Matt Prater goes out for a 51-yarder. Mm-hmm. And I have the, the rare combo of like, if he misses this, I push on the Seahawks and I win the cards over under. Mm-hmm. If he makes it, I lose both. 
Right. And they show the graphic and he's 23 for 23 on on kicks over whatever. And it's just every sign is like, he's going to make this. Yeah. And he slices it right. Thank That's you, great. Matt Prater. I'm going to send you a fruit basket. Good win. So who's the winner there? You? Me. I guess you're the winner. Okay. Yeah. You're, you're the it, it was All one right. of the few things that made me feel good uh, today. I see. All right. Also a winner, Arizona goes four and 13, but it's like the best kind of four and 13 season. They get the mm -hmm. fourth pick. They have momentum. Kyler look good enough that you think, oh yeah, we'll keep that guy. Let's just add Marvin Harrison. It'll be great. Mm -hmm. Three quarterbacks in a row. We'll take Marvin. Let's go. We're good. They get Houston's pick too. So uh, I think they're a winner. All right, we're going to take a break. Winners too. Yeah. And uh, the first ever Week 18 Losers draft is next. Wow. This episode of the Bill Simmons Podcast is presented by State Farm. Have you ever been in an accident? And you're okay, but you know what happened? Your first reaction is going to be, man, why did that happen? If you ever buy a new house or a new car or a new anything, there's this little rush you get when you're like, I did it. I made it happen. But really, the only words you need to remember are like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm has options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to help choose the coverage you need. Have coverage options to protect the things you value most. File claim right on the State Farm mobile app and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Learn more at statefarm.com. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer partner of the NBA. It's just what you need to sit back and enjoy the game. And they're also getting fans closer to the game than ever. You can win exclusive NBA prizes like courtside seats, signed memorabilia, and more. I love Michelob because of how light it is. It's only 95 calories with 2.6 carbs. You know what the perfect time for Michelob Ultra is? A little doubleheader, a little NBA doubleheader. Right at first half of the first game. I don't know, West Coast time. That's usually about 5 o'clock, 5.30. Perfect time for a beer. You can do it. Grab a pack to enjoy today. Learn more and enter for your chance to win at MichelobUltra.com slash courtside, LDA, 21 and up. All right, so I asked Sal to make a list of all the losers from the last couple of days in the NFL, and I made that list as well. And we're going to have a draft of the biggest <laughs> losers because there was a lot. For some reason, more losers than usual. I just want to point out before we start this, I'm, I'm upset, I'll say this every year, that we don't have six games in two days for Wild Card Weekend. I hate the Monday game. Oh, you it don't like it? With, screws with guess the lines. Kills the podcast. Just yeah, give me yeah. three games each day. Let's go. Football, football, football. We're done Sunday night. We're breathless. We're recapping. We're. I hate the Monday thing. So I'm um, NFL's a loser. So is that your first pick, the schedule maker? No, I just, I just wanted to point that out. I'm giving you first pick. Right. Your biggest loser of Week Ooh. 18 was. All right, I am going to. Hmm. All right. First, I didn't know I'd get the first pick. I'll take All the right, first I, pick. Want me to go first? Go ahead. You go first. I know who you're going to go with. You do. Well, I, if it, if our text exchange is any indication, I mean, it, it dominated Saturday night. But go ahead. Oh, I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna take Arthur Smith. Oh, all right, that's a good one. I think he was the biggest loser of Week 18. He goes into the last game of the season has a chance to win the division. Mm -hmm. Um, coaching for his job, for better or worse, playing this Saints team that's pretty beatable. It's 17 to 17 at halftime. They uh. They have the ball to start the second half. Yep. Interception. Saints come down, touchdown. The Falcons are like, what have we done all year? Is we've had long drives that have ended absolutely horribly. So they have a 14-play drive that includes second and goal from the three. 
leading to a fourth down pass, very reminiscent to the Indianapolis pass yesterday. Mm-hmm. Ritter rolls out, has a guy wide open, and just throws it, <laughs> throws it the wrong way, incompletion. The Saints end up winning the second half 31-0. They blow every possible Falcons tease. And then at the end of the game, when they, it looks like they're kneeling, they hand the ball off to Jamal Williams, who scores one last touchdown. <laughs> and Arthur Smith runs out, and he's screaming at Dennis Allen, the Saints coach, because he's completely humiliated. He's going to get fired tomorrow. So I actually think he should have punched him. That's the only way he could have oh, salvaged any of this. Like an actual haymaker coach fight. We haven't had one in a while. There was no other way to salvage what happened over those two hours. Meanwhile, it wasn't even Dennis Allen's fault, reportedly, no. because they went rogue on him as they put Jameis in. And Jameis says, no, no, this was a team decision to hand off. They're in victory formation. I think Taysom Hill is like at the nine-yard line. So either yeah. he's not in on it or he is in on it, but they want to disguise it. And they run Williams to get his first touchdown. He led the league. Yeah, in Williams had last had a year. touchdown all year, and they wanted to get. But him it's one not for exactly a Rudy story. He guy led the league in touchdowns right. last year. Like, yeah, why are we giving him that? It's not <laughs> like he's going to the hospital after the game yeah. to get chemo or something. He's right, just hadn't, hadn't scored yet. Yeah, Winston's like, screw you. I'll probably be off this team. And Dennis Allen, you're not making the playoffs, so I don't care what you say. So uh, I'm handed in my jersey here. But then. But I thought you were going to say, like, Arthur Smith made it so much worse. So I think you're right. This was the in-between, right? Either punch him and make a big deal, go out yeah, with a, I, with a bang. Yeah, you actually have to fight him at that point. Right. That's the only or way don't to do say it. anything. Yeah, or don't, yeah. or don't say anything because now everybody knows about it. No one really even knew you before this. Well, so you're he right. had, he starts Ritter again today. So mm-hmm. he's bouncing back and forth between Heineke and Ritter. Like, he's yeah. our wives trying to get ready on Saturday night. <laughs> holding up two outfits and should I try that? I'm going to try right. Wait, I thought you tried that out. Now I'm trying this one on. Now I put the other one on and he's just, he's just putting on outfits for the entire NFL season. Right. Week 18, yeah. he's like, should I try Desmond Ritter on again? Yeah, yeah. yeah. How does this look? Do you like Ritter on me? No, he's going to suck again. And, uh, and then they both split their pants uh, at the event. Yeah. <laughs> right. uh, Ritter had a great first half, right? Didn't he yeah. have like a, a memorable first half? Like Classic Ritter. But yeah, he is classic. just like, he's like, uh, uh, when he gets to the red zone, he like free, it's like a shark who is it's now so out of water and has to uh, navigate a volcano or something. He really is the worst in the red zone. So funny. Arthur <clears throat> Smith, my, uh, my okay. first pick. Who do you have? All right, let me stay in the division. And uh, okay. it's a division. I'm glad that there's only one representative in the playoffs and whatever. It's Tampa. I'm not glad it's Tampa Bay because you and I and House had New Orleans and we had no way to hedge it. At this point, because if they that won, was the which worst. They did, we, it was an unhedgeable uh, division bet. It's like impossible. They score forty eight, and the and the Bucks score nine. I like for the Panthers. Anyway, my loser is both Bryce Young and Scott Fitterer, the GM for the uh, for the Panthers, who's going to be gone tomorrow. He's another one, so I don't have to call him a loser because he's definitely gone for this Bryce Young deal. But the fact that we lost that game, we needed the Bucks to lose, and Chark fumbles through into the end zone. And that Pinero, whatever, misses a field goal. And all they needed was 10 to win that game. And now well, they you had, left out. They got a touchdown and there was a penalty and it got called back. I forgot they about like that. A right. 35-yard touchdown. They had a touchdown that was called back. They went eight straight quarters without scoring. Um, they never led a game going into the fourth quarter. This is, I know they had two wins and there's teams with like one win, but this is a historically, historically bad team. Of course, I could throw Tepper in there. But right now, I'm going to say Bryce and Scott Federer. I was screaming for Andy Dalton. I was like, who's going to know if Andy Dalton just bench Bryce Young and bring him back? Right, Do just it for get me one and more Simmons. win. You, you yeah. already locked up the number one pick for another team. Just get, get one a more. score for God, God's sake. So there's my loser. I'm going to, 
I'm going to follow up on yours. Oh, hmm. so happened? Rudy just uh, texted uh, that the Falcons have fired Arthur Smith. They did? Is it because of what you said? I think I just got him fired right now. Wow. Does he have a camera on us? <laughs> uh, so that's it for Arthur. The least surprising announcement of the year. Should we stick I'm, around and wait to see if Scott Fitterer and Bryce Young are gone too? <laughs> Maybe they're next. Yeah. I'm just going to piggyback on yours then because I had David T Tepper as a top four pick. Oh, yeah. Um, that game, they that, to have to end the season on two scoreless games with your rookie QB, but to not have the wherewithal to bench the rookie QB and be like, you know right. what? Let's... We'll regroup. We're going to get you a better offensive line and some weapons. Let's cut you a great rookie year. We're going to mm -hmm. have the veteran Andy Dalton finish it out, and then we'll come back strong. They don't do that. He's the quickest coach firing since 1978, a coach that he hired like uh, last spring. Right. Awful. Mm -hmm. He whiffs on the Stroud versus Bryce pick after he makes this trade with the Bears that now ends up being one of the most lopsided trades maybe ever. He gets fined last week for throwing a drink on somebody. And I think... <laughs> Unquestionably, that's crazy. Unquestionably, he's the NFL's new worst owner. Owner now that Dana yeah. Snyder's gone, I think he has the championship belt. It's like this is like raw, where he's just holding the belt up on the top rope, going, "Yeah, I love it." I'm and the I think you're right. Owner. Yeah, <laughs> he's got the money in the bank case. I, I, yeah. uh, I, I, I love it. I think you're right, and I think it's great that it switches. It's not always the same owner, right? It's not always Mark Davis. Yeah. It's not always all right. It was Daniel Snyder for a while, but uh, now it's Tepper, and and it's great. There's that. That's why parity is so great in football because it could be it could be the worst owner. It, yeah, listen, and, uh, just lose the title. Yeah. It's 32 rich guys, and yep. you just never know who's going to be the worst. You never know right. who's going to surprise you, but he is. The fact that you have that season and now you don't have a first round pick, it's like impossible. Ursay's <laughs> mm -hmm. like, I'm not top five. I'm not even top yeah, five I, worst owners. Oh, no. Don't what, get in your car. Here. Don't get in your car, Ursay. <laughs> All right. What's your next pick? Uh, oh, I go. Okay. I'm going to go. All right. Listen, I don't want to sound um, biased. So the Brad Allen blew that call um, against the Cowboys. I do think, you know, we had a kicker that can boot at 70 yards, although he showed it was a little shaky today. But uh, Brad Allen is the loser and his punishment for being a loser and that you know, for, uh, <clears throat> mis you know, his misdeeds in that Cowboys-Lions game, they stuck him in that Steelers-Ravens game. His mm. crew had to do that rain in the pouring rain. They're like, we want this guy. This guy get, has to get pneumonia and strep throat so we don't put him on any crew in the playoffs. And now they're just going to sit and wait for the results, I think. It's like officer and a gentleman where they, he just yeah. has the guy doing exercises <laughs> in the pouring rain. They yeah. out, ah, I'm not going to quit. Uh, that's <laughs> nowhere else one. to go. Yeah. Also a terrible game. I have yeah. for my next pick, the uh, sadly, the Detroit Lions fans. Ooh. Just feeling great. The Lions fans. There's like, this is awesome. We're going to be the three seed playoffs. They mm -hmm. lose Laporta. I can't yeah. imagine he's playing next week. Laporta was the best tight end in the league. Like he was. Definitely and, the best going forward in the playoffs for sure. No and question. yeah, I think Trey McBride might be second. <laughs> From really? just wow. like watching, like yeah. just watching the last five games of the season, tight ends who repeatedly just got open and made shit happen. Mm -hmm. I think those were the two impact guys. Is there anyone else you would put? Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, this Kincaid kid is really Kincaid was up, good. Yeah, I, he was you, good you today. I mean, you can't put him for for the whole year. No, but, uh, yeah, but Laporta was got unquestionably yeah. number one. 
Yeah. Um, so lose him. Flashbacks a little bit to we lost Welker in the last game in 2010, heading into um he mm. tore his knee. And we go in and we and then we get waxed by Baltimore, the Pats, um, back when we were good at stuff. But uh that last week of the year injury, AJ Brown too with the Eagles, but I think the Eagles had bigger problems than that. But now they got the Rams coming to Detroit. You get Stafford coming back. You have Goff against McVay. So it's a whole mm. week of things. So instead of this like Detroit Lions celebration, we're in the playoffs. Now it's like, oh shit, we just lost the best tight end in the league. We have this guy coming in who's got this hot offense that can totally match us, that doesn't care where he plays. And then the irony of Stafford coming in and knocking Detroit out of the playoffs. I just feel like this is a loss for if you're a Lions fan. Like, fuck, why this the, team? This had to be the team? This is... It- it, absolutely. This game was going to be hard enough to win. And now it carries 10 times the weight because Stafford's coming to town. And there's even people saying, like, uh, I heard them on CBS, like Cower, and they're arguing over the, whether or not Stafford gets a little bit of a ceremony before the game. They're like, ceremony? No. They're going to get beat. Yeah. What are you What are you talking? What are you going to do? Do it after the game. But the fact that they're talking about that is, uh, let's me, we'll, and we'll go over the line in a second. But I think you're right. This is a that would lead spot. to an unbelievable. Uh, Chris Russo rant if that happened. Oh, yeah. It's everybody. Uh, they gave him a ceremony. <laughs> He's going to come in and beat your ass in round one. <laughs> Send him a gift basket after the game. Don't stop the game to give him a tribute. <laughs> He's here to beat you. <laughs> uh, all right. What's your next pick? All right. You know what? It's a, it's a dual entry here. I'm going to mm. say, first of all, because you're one of these people, anyone who fell for New England minus one and a half. After talking about uh, yeah. how bad they were all year. And I, <sighs> I labeled this on Ring of Wise Guys like, this is a rat line. When two bad teams are playing each other and nobody on the planet likes one of them, the Jets and the line is still lower than three. Now, I think it went to two and a half. But everybody had the Patriots in this slop fest of a game. You guys hate your quarterback. And it just comes down to who has the better running game, right? When it's all slushing around. Yeah. It's not like your receivers are going to get a better separation. That's one part of it. The other loser part is the reporters who continually try to trick Bill Belichick into answering an actual question in the press conference after the game about his future. It's like, I don't want to talk about the Jets. If you want to talk about the Jets, I'll talk about the Jets. All right, coach. Um, and then they try to be cute with it. Uh, how did this Jets game shape um, what's going to happen to you in the future and where you're going to be? Disappointed in what happened with the Jets. Next question. Uh, okay. Uh, does this make you want to quit this game with the Jets? Does it make you want to quit football? Just very disappointed. But next question, I think I addressed that already. Next question. And uh, you never get anything out of him. So there's a dual uh, loser pick for me. Bill, three days from now, when you're in your office <laughs> thinking about this Jets loss, where would that office be located? Do you think? <laughs> right, <exactly>. Possibly. <laughs> what area code would that be in? Um, Bill, are you going to go to the bank? Who's going to sign your checks, do you think? When you endorse the checks <laughs> over, where, which owner would you say? <laughs> yeah, so it's a lot. I'm going to defend Pat's minus one and a half. The the snow, I don't think I had any real idea until they went to the game like 10 minutes before. The old one that was like 28. Yeah. I know, but it's just when you saw it and then Belichick comes out and they're like, he's been under the weather all week, but he's going (laughs) to gut through it. And they show him and he's got the hood on with like a ski mask. It looked like he was, you know, like in a Blumhouse movie. And, uh, And then the first Bailey Zappi pass, I was like, oh my God. I watched Kyle came over and both of us were like, how are we going to score three? Is this going to be like a three nothing final? I, this leads me to Belichick, which was my next pick for, um, 
for well, the you can't pick draft. A, you can't pick my pick. What do you mean? Well, oh, you I guess I didn't the, pick Belichick. Okay, you didn't you're necessarily right. pick Belichick. That's true. Yeah. So here's how it ends for him. He loses 17-3 to to the team that he hates the most, the New York Jets, in a snowstorm. He's sick. And if he didn't feel sick during the game, it definitely got worse as you watch Bailey Zappi. One of the worst football games I've ever watched. And Chris Myers was announcing. And it was like, if this isn't rock bottom, I don't, I don't know what else this game needed. Other, <laughs> I, I don't even know what else I would have added. He, lo- he was dressed like he was Jack Torrance in The Shining about to walk <laughs> through the maze. I, 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 just don't, uh, I, I just don't understand it. So I, it's going to open up to all this. Well, if he leaves and people are going to pick apart the legacy. And the big thing is he was 36 and 44 in Cleveland. He was 5 and 13 with Drew Bledsoe. He was 11 and 5 with Matt Castle. And then he was 29 and 38 after Brady. It's just mediocrity everywhere except for that Castle season where they didn't make he the playoffs. He needs Castle back. We've been saying that for a while. Well, that's a, but yeah. The Castle thing does does screw up the uh, can't win right. without Brady thing. But the reality is all of his success became came with Brady. I think he's the greatest coach of all time. I was there day in, day out watching him and supporting the team. He did 100 million things that make me think like you can't say it was all because of Brady. But I do feel like the way those last four years went, it does open the door for that argument. It's a it's a bummer. And the reality is they needed each other. And I don't think anybody can win without a QB. Andy Reid, what was that last Andy Reid Eagle season? He was four and twelve. Yeah. If you don't have a QB, you're just not gonna win. His QBs, I mean, the Zappy Mac Jones combo, I think was even worse than Ritter and Heineke. Mm. I think it was worse than anybody anybody had except maybe Carolina. Um it was pretty grim, but I think well, he's gonna yeah. I think it's over. And all indications seem to be the Pats are ready to move on. Maybe he takes a year off. Maybe somebody trades for him. But it really does seem like it's over. And this was the worst way for a 10. Well, you said last week you wanted him back. That was a big announcement. Yeah, right? You want I him did. back. And you want him I still want the, him back. But you don't want him calling the shots. He And all those great things he did. Okay, let's say he could still do them. He can't revive this current team. He's got to figure... They, they got to get nah. someone in there. Those, those, those receivers... You can blame the quarterback. You can blame the receivers. I feel like the the Texans receivers aren't that great. Uh, honestly, I feel like going into the season, it was Nico Collins, said, like, and that's it. No, yeah, I get it, but it, it's like, yeah, what, why they and they still move the ball, and I know they have a quarterback that's that's pretty dynamite. But these guys get separation. I feel like uh, I watch I watch the same games as you, and I don't want to blame a call. I just I'm, I want to manage your expectations. If you get like a Jaden Daniels next year, and it, it's still not working, that's all I want to do. I assume that's who they're going to get because it seems like this is now a top three is all QBs. Before it seemed like a top two. Now it really does seem like it's going to be one, two, three, and they'll mm-hmm. just take whoever falls to them at three, which I'm fine with. But this was grim. I, I got to say it was, I was bummed out. So was Kyle because it wasn't just that they lost. It was like watching him walk off at the end. He's got like the ski mask. It's like almost over his face. He looked like mm-hmm. freaking Kenny in South Park. Um, yeah. it just was, and, it, and it's the jets, right? Yeah. You had one what? 15 in a row against them. Yeah. yeah and they're getting snow angels. Like it was pretty mm-hmm. good. All right. What's your next one? Uh, okay. Uh, let me see what's left on my list. Um, did we, uh, did I mention that brain dead conspiracy theorist at number 12? Uh, okay. No, no. All right. You know what? I'm going to jump in front of this one. 
Um, I'll say Tyler Goodson. Okay. I know you love him. He's your favorite player in the in the league. He caught six passes all year or his career. Yeah. I'm not sure what it was. And then this is a dual entry because I had money on the Colts. I had a nice same game parlor that was about to come in. And then they blew it. They went on fourth down and Goodson was wide open. The throw was a little bit behind him. I watched it a million times. It was he could have caught it. Whatever. It's a two. Would have been a nice route. catch. It would have been a fine catch. It's a two and a half yard route. Turns around. Uh, there you go. I'll blame him. Not great that Jonathan Taylor went out of bounds when he could have turned it up and gotten an extra yard or half a yard yeah. in the first down. And not great that the coach Steichen, who I really still think called a great play with Goodson, had he caught it. Not great that he bled the clock and called the timeout on himself yeah. with fourth down, one that he could have used. So there you go. I'm going to probably take the Colts as a whole as a loser. So I'll just piggyback on that. I had Steichen because that last drive... Hmm. The entire conceit of the drive was, we just want to chew up clock. We don't want to give Houston back. Right. And it was a drive born out of fear. They should have won the game. Um, they were so concerned about chewing up clock that it ends up that fourth down play. I, to me, that was so much worse than Tyler Goodson dropping it. Oh, like, man. You're going to run off 35 seconds and then call timeout. Now it's yeah. like, this place do or die. Because if you don't get it, right. your season's over. If you call the timeout, right, heading into fourth down, then at least if you don't get it, you still have a chance to get the ball back. I listen. We argued about it on text. If we if we published our text threads with uh, <laughs> me, you, House, and Hench, I think we we texted about it for an hour and a half. Yeah. I will. I'm just planting my flag on this for the rest of my life. Hmm. I never want to have the ice cold guy decide the game when it's a big game. And this goes back. I mentioned this stupid example of the Clippers. Any Clipper fan knows what I'm about to say without me even saying it. Uh, game four, Phoenix, 2006. They're up three. Timeout. Mike Dunleavy thinks he'd be super smart. Brings in Daniel Ewing off the bench, ice cold, to guard mm -hmm. the corner, Raja Bell. Of course, he's ice cold, forgets to get his hand out. Raja Bell, three, tie game, overtime, Suns win. But it's I just don't like ice cold people in big spots. That's but, my rule in life. Okay. But making a three is much harder than catching a two-yard pass if you just have to move a little bit to your left, right? Yeah, like but when, I'm, not, when, I'm not letting Tyler Goodson decide my season. That's on the coach. But then you it's hate like, then it, you hate every anytime a 350 pound lineman catches it. Like you must have been rip shit about Dan Campbell. Forget about how it turned out with the it, now what it meant. For, that was for a bad the, call. For his season, he's not going to do that with the season on the line. He's not well, going to throw it was a big guard. play. The two seasons on the line. This whatever. was their whole season. But you could always find someone who's had more reps. Like they could have thrown the Jameer Gibbs or something. The fact is, nobody's covering this guy because he has six catches all year. Yeah, he's you wide open, and that's why it's a good call. Because he's Tyler Goodson. That's why he dropped it. Uh, we can go back and forth. Yeah, I, I, give me a <laughs> wide open guy. Agree. Give me a wide open guy on fourth and one every <laughs> single time. I don't care who he is. If he, he has hands, then he can catch the ball. Let's bring in Chris Russo. And he's Tyler Goodson. I uh. I would have run that play with Josh Downs you as, as yeah. my running back. Somebody who actually uh, had right. the athletic ability to make, make the play. Also, like, terrible play by Minshew, and he was bad, and he's, I know. to me, another reason they lost. Like, he proved that it's really hard to yeah, win, well, get I, to the playoffs. That's why they ran so much. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I guess we agree. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I called him as the loser, but I, I, think, I think he could have caught it. All right, you got another one? Well, we need to do Doug Peterson and Trevor Lawrence. Which one do you want to take? Ooh. That needs to just be this round, both of them. So do you want Doug Peterson or do you want Trevor Lawrence? Uh, I'll take Trevor Lawrence. 
Okay, good. I'll do Doug Peterson. So other than the 2017 Eagles season, he is 47 and 49 as a head coach. Mm-hmm. His 2023 Jaguars team was 2-0 in London and 7-8 and in America. He lost five of his last six, starting with an OT loss to Jake Browning. I went back and I looked at his uh, playoff success. So you remember their first playoff win, the Eagles. This, I, I went down an Eagles rabbit hole during the Miami game that actually like got <laughs> pretty dark. I had forgotten this. I blocked that out of my mind. Do you remember their first playoff win? The Eagles. The Eagles? The they won the Super Bowl. Was it Bowl. against the Bears? That kick? The, the no. bad kick? That was the well, next was year. Oh, I'm, I don't know then. What was it? The Atlanta Falcons. They're down five. They get a first down. First and yeah. goal from the eight-yard line. There's like mm-hmm. a minute and a half left. First and goal. First play. I watched on YouTube. I was fucking going nuts. First play was a terrible fade to Julio Jones in the end zone. No chance. Second down was this awful shovel pass that almost seemed like it was going to be an interception. So now it's third down from the eight. They throw over the middle, seven-yard catch. So now it's fourth and two. Do you remember the fourth and two play their whole season on the line? Was it something? It wasn't with Julio? or maybe? Oh, it maybe was. The, it was. It the, was the it, classic the fade, awful the fade, fade yeah. where he's mm-hmm. completely covered and he's right. going, he's out of bounds if he catches it. So right. they win that one. Then they get to play Minnesota the next round, who had just won because that stupid Stefan Diggs play, the miracle mm-hmm. play. And it should have been the Saints. They beat them. And then this is what killed me. I swear, I haven't watched one play of this game other than the occasional highlights, the eagles Pat Super Bowl. Do you realize in the Super Bowl, we ran for 113 yards and threw for 505, and wow. we lost? Wow. We had 618 yards of offense, and we yeah. lost to Nick Foles. We lost to Nick Foles and we had 618 yeah. yards of offense. I was so fucking mad. I left a long voicemail on Hench. I just <laughs> left him one of those voice texts and I'm just reading him stats. It's usually the other way around. Night. Well, so the anyway, greatest then, coach ever screwed that up, it sounds like. Well, so then Peterson goes to Jacksonville and he's done yeah. not that much there. And I guess my point is not, no, I'm not too sure about Doug Peterson because that game losing to Tennessee today was fucking awful. Like awful. Mm-hmm. Ryan Tannehill. Tannehill's trying to throw them picks to keep them in it. It was awful. Yeah, so I'm I, all right. I agree with all of it, and I, ha- I have the same reasoning for Trevor Lawrence. Except I hate yeah. picking on an injured guy. Like we kind of know he was injured going in. I feel like Baker was injured too. He yep. uh, it was terrible uh, under through uh, Evans was wide open, but whatever. That was a whole different thing. Um, Trevor Lawrence. Let's remember what happened last year with this team. Right? They win that. Week 18 game on the road. It was like a defensive touchdown against Tennessee yeah, in that Saturday ridiculous. night game. Shouldn't even made the playoffs. They make the playoffs. They blow a gigantic lead, the Chargers do, because they're the Chargers. And then To the they, immortal Brandon Staley, who's never yeah, going to coach again in the right, NFL Right, he's ever. gone. And they, they lose an unlosable game to the Chiefs, if you really look at it, right? Yeah. And what happens? They come out of that, and Trevor Lawrence is, uh, well, you know, he's a top five quarterback going into 2023. I was like, really? Is he? Okay. Well, he's definitely better than Dak, so you better shut up. I'm like, all right, fine. I guess he is. And then they're eight and three. Now, I know he's hurt a couple of these games. You and I are talking about maybe number one seed. Like, what are the odds yeah. for the Jacks to get the number one seed? Because they have such an easy schedule the rest of the way. How did they blow this? They really, this, and I had Tennessee, and I think you had Tennessee too. It's like, there's just, it's razor thin in that division. It really is. It's it's all bad. I had so little faith in them. Margin. Tennessee yeah. not even trying to win. Rabel might not be come back, and I'm like, they're probably going to beat Jacksonville or come close. Yeah. What do you think Trevor Lawrence's career record is? 
Um, not how many years playoffs. is it? How many years? Uh, it's three, three and a half. Three. Three. Uh, three. uh 21, 23. 20 and 30. 20 and 30. Wow. One and one in the playoffs. I was thinking there's three types of number one overall picks, and we'll find out which one this year's pick will be in mm. 2024. You get the stud, you get the bust, and then you get like Drew Bledsoe, where it's like pretty good, sniffing around top five, top six, maybe has a season that looks like an all pro season. You can win games with him, you can make the Super Bowl with him. Yeah, he gets you the Super but, Bowl. Yeah, he got us the 96 Super Bowl, won a couple of playoff games with them. Really fun. Not great, but very good. Mm-hmm. And it's usually those are the three categories. And I guess Lawrence is maybe, we thought he was going to be a stud and maybe he's Bledsoe. Yeah. But I don't even think he's been Bledsoe. But he's not a and bust. This is the year, if you're fifth or seventh, to rise up the ranks, right? Like everybody like, oh, Herbert, oh, Tua. You know, you don't think the same about those guys. And now Lawrence, like it is disappointing that those three guys it just didn't take the next step. If the Jags called the Bears and said, we'll give you Lawrence for the number one, what do the Bears say? <laughs> what do the Bears say? Yeah. No, the Bears have to say no, I think. I don't do that. Okay. Uh, number two pick, Washington. The Jags call Washington and say, we'll give you Trevor Lawrence for the second pick. That I might do. I might. I don't know why. I just, I, I'm, I'm with you with the established quarterback so he can win a division. Although, I'm not sure. I don't know. What do you do? You do that? I don't know enough <laughs> about the quarterbacks, but it is like, and then number <laughs> three, right the there. Pats. So it's they call, right the, one of the crafts calls me. He's like, hey man, big fan of the podcast. It's Jonathan Grafter. Just mm. wanted to get your take on this trade. Jacksonville offered us Trevor Lawrence for the third pick. Would you do it? You got to do it. And you got to do it in uh, Mad I don't Dog's think I, voice. You have to respond. I don't think I would do it. Really? Yeah, because he, he's got this big contract coming up and I'm not sure how good he is. But if you could say like, oh, he's hurt. He's banged up this year. Okay. Um, It seemed like he had good receivers. Maybe I'd do it. I guess you would just watch tape and try to talk yourself into it. But you know, I think I'd like talk- another way to look at it is look at the last 20 guys drafted and he was still in the top echelon of those. Right, no, and you could say he 15. had his didn't have his left tackle. Yeah, Kirk got hurt. Like they had some timely injuries in the in bad spots, and yeah. he got hurt. And um, yeah, beat the Washington. The number two for Trevor Lawrence is an interesting one. So now you're putting him in Washington with no offensive line. Let's take a break. I got a couple more losers, then we got to keep moving. This episode is supported by State Farm. If you ever been in an accident. And you're okay, but you know what happened? Your first reaction is going to be, man, why did that happen? If you ever buy a new house or a new car or a new anything, there's this little rush you get when you're like, I did it. I made it happen. But really, the only words you need to remember are like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm has options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to help choose the coverage you need. Have coverage options to protect the things you value most. File claim right on the State Farm mobile app and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Learn more at statefarm.com. 
This episode is brought to you by Simply Safe. Summer is all about fun vacations, but I know that being away from home can be stressful. So many things can happen. That's why I like to recommend Simply Safe, a award winning security that can help give you peace of mind when you're away. The only thing you should worry about while you're on vacation is having too much fun. Having my home, it's great. Couldn't work better. I think Simply Safe is the best because it comes with a variety of indoor and outdoor cameras, sensors to detect break ins, fires, floods, and more. It's backed by 24 7 professional monitoring for less than a dollar a day. It's given me, my family, many others real peace of mind. I'm waiting to have it too. Try it out. A 60 day money back guarantee. No contracts right now. Get 20% off any Simply Safe system with fast protect monitoring at simplysafe.com slash BS. That is Simply Safe with two S, simplysafe.com slash BS. There's no safe like Simply Safe. All right, loser draft. I only have a couple more. Do you have any more? I have like two more. I have like one or two more, yeah. All right, go. Uh, all right, I have... Let's see. All right, anyone... Okay, anyone who has a fantasy league that ends in week 18. If you had to start like a draft, just Jeff Driscoll <laughs> in a a league 18, I mean, for God's <laughs> sakes, I mean, like my... My son's in one. And I'm like, just get yeah. out of that. That's garbage. You're, you know, you're picking up Jordan Mason before. for $50. Yeah, that's it. Enough. Uh, we've seen enough. These games are hard enough to figure out. So uh, that, that's just a cool That's one. a good one. I have Drake May. So the way hmm. this shakes out, he's going to be the second pick or the third pick, right? People th- mm-hmm. seem like Van was telling me today that people think Jaden Daniels is going to go in the combine and everyone's going to lose their mind. Because he's going to run like a 4-3. And they're like, Jesus Christ, this guy's like right. taller Lamar. Like, how does he not go second? Regardless, Drake May is going to go second or third. So either he goes to Washington. They have no offensive line. They have no coach, no GM. And they have an owner who just gave us the process with the Philadelphia 76ers. That's choice A. Choice B, he goes to New England. No Belichick. Literally no skill guys. And you're in Tom Brady's shadow as part of this mm. rebuild with God only knows how that's going to go. Cold weather, both situations. Those are your two options. That's a pretty two pretty big strikes coming out of the gate versus like, oh, that would be so cool if so-and-so traded up for me and I got to play in a dome. Like Atlanta moves up from eight to two and now I get all these weapons and I'm in a dome. Instead, right. I'm in Washington with like nothing. So I you. feel like he's a loser somehow. Yeah, I don't know. And, and that's, uh, you'd love to know behind the scenes what, I mean, that's a documentary you want to do, right? Now, forget about these quarterback ones. It's just what, these Stay three. with the guy yeah. all year, watch games with them on Sunday and see which team they hate, dread the most playing at. Oh, that when would they, like college quarterbacks on Netflix? Yeah, yeah. yeah, just sit there and as they're watching the uh, sewage pour out of the drains in Washington <laughs> Stadium, right. like, oh my God, that's where I'm going. <laughs> All right. uh, do I have any eligibility left? Can I c- claim COVID? No? Okay. I He's rooting for, for the Jets to beat the Patriots. Yeah. Um, or rooting for the Pats to beat the Jets. Um, one more quickie loser. Dak Prescott. What? Why? Bear with me. I won't. If I told him before the year, Dak Prescott, We'll get the two seed. Mm-hmm. He's going to throw for 4,600 yards. He's going to have yeah. 36 touchdowns, nine picks, 72.7 QBR. He's going to have a couple huge games in the clutch. He's going to turn CD Lamb into a top three receiver in the league. And every single Cowboys fan will be like, Dak has answered every fucking question I ever had about this guy. You would say, oh, well, then he won the MVP, right? And it's like, oh, no, Lamar Jackson did. Okay, yeah. 
All like right. what else did Dax never win in the MVP if it didn't happen this year with the media, Dallas, all that stuff behind him, and he still couldn't win. Right. My buddy, you're you're right, and I'm glad you took that that uh that yeah. Way see, of I, I zagged on uh, you. I know, you know you where did. I was going. It's pretty I mean, good. I was like, wow, how can you say anything bad about it with all those stats behind it? But my buddy, the parlay kid, who you know, we were saying this. We're like, how how is Dak not MVP? And it really is the narrative of who played, who went. Right? It's like yeah. if the Cowboys. I'll tell you what, the schedule maker again is the bad guy because these division games in week 18 suck. They really do. A lot of them don't matter and they should matter. So put them in the time of the year when they do matter. Don't play the Chargers and Chiefs and don't play the, you know, the Browns and Bengals in week 18 when they don't matter or they kind of matter like they did tonight. So and then you're left with the Dak in a loser game against Washington. He puts up giant stats and they're like, well, it doesn't matter. It's Washington. They suck. He's getting no credit for that. Right. Lamar Jackson, who sat, who actually sat, is going to get the MVP. So mm-hmm. I'm with you, and I appreciate that. You have any more? Um, I'm going to say, uh, oh, uh, maybe. Oh yeah, this uh, the clerk at Seven Eleven who argued with our friend Brad, who tried to buy Kodiak tobacco, and uh, <laughs> what happened? Well, I had custody of our, our crazy friend Brad for a couple of days. He's like, yeah, I'm a, you know, okay. I'd, I'd like to come over. I was like, okay. I alert the family and Brad's staying over for a couple of nights. And um, we go to 7-Eleven because he chews tobacco and spits it in every cup around the house. It doesn't tell anybody where, where everything is. And so, um, but uh, when he gets there, they're like, no, 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 no good. It's a city art ordinance. We don't sell it there. And that should have been enough. But Brad then yeah. goes and lambasts this guy as if he is uh, going down to town Like he's Bear Karen Bass? Yeah, exactly. Like he's making the decision. And yeah. uh, But uh, shame on this 7-Eleven clerk for not selling it, despite the fact that it's against the law. <laughs> is and it against the law here? No, we had to go two towns over. And oh, I got it's you. fine. It was just a town order. Man, where do you live? The fucking town from Footloose? I didn't That's, know, That's exactly tobacco? right. No Jesus dancing, Christ. no spitting tobacco. That's it. I have uh, I have two more quickie losers. One is Mac yep. Jones, who lost his job to Bailey Zappi, who's terrible, <laughs> who had six first downs today. Mac Jones was also passed on the depth chart by Nathan Rourke. Like, oh, what wow. a fall. I, we, Kyle and I were like high-fiving for a month after they drafted Mac Jones. I, I was so excited. Yeah. For, the, for the year, he had better stats than Zappi. Zappi had six starts, six touchdowns, nine picks. Uh, 23.2 QBR, like just awful in every respect. And somehow people were like, ah, he's better than Mac Jones. Uh, Then my other one is just the Eagles fans. You know, we've been talking about them for the last couple of weeks, but what's happened to them? They have that gauntlet of those four hard games where Mm -hmm. it's like, ah, there's a lot of of holes in this Eagles case, but, you know, maybe they'll figure it out. And instead it goes the other way. And by the time it gets to this Giants game, which was the weirdest, I thought that was a rat line. It's like, why are the Giants... Getting yeah. five and a half points against this shit Eagles team that mm-hmm. the moment Dallas has the Washington game wrapped up, they're going to, you know, go in the tank. Well, it turns out they went in the tank the first minute of the game. They're down 24 nothing. Um, their defense is such a sieve. It's hard to imagine them stopping any NFC offense. A.J. Brown gets hurt. Jalen Hurts yeah. gets hurt. The defense, the Matt Patricia thing, he's like the the freaking it follows monster. Like wherever he goes, they just people start dying. And uh, and if I'm an Eagles fan, I'm just going nuts. And and it's been a five year grace period now since the Super Bowl. It's been six years since they won. Yeah. So they they're allowed to go crazy. But they they had this embarrassment of riches and Howie Roseman. Oh my God, how did he pull all this off? What a genius! 
and they have this loaded D-line. Shiokapati and I broke it down on Thursday. All these big picks and fridge signings. Georgia they can't get a pass Georgia rush. That. Yeah, yep, oh, yep. Oh, oh, they can't get a pass rush. They can't stop anything, and they can't run the ball. They have this great offensive line, and uh, and the every week with Hurts, he looks worse and looks less durable. And this is the I can't wait to play this team in round one team. I think it's almost even worse than how you explained it because the way it has been usually is the loser of the Super Bowl then just goes to shit the next year for whatever reason. Maybe the the Bengals buck the the trend. But Philly loses on, you know, a questionable call in the Super Bowl. They then go 10-1. and So they fool you into thinking, oh, they're going to be a one seed. They're going to be great. Better even than the Jacksonville did to them. And then they get to this point and we saw they've lost five. They could have lost on Christmas Day too to the Giants, like, okay. And then they got like idiots like me and you trying to nu- nuance the lines. Like, all right, they're going to play hard in the first half. So I like the Eagles minus two and a half in the first half. They'll, they'll scoreboard watch and if the Cowboys are winning, they'll take them out. No, they're just going to go out there and get their asses kicked by Tyrod Taylor and Tommy DeVito. Like, right. What the hell is that? I'm, I, as a Cowboys fan, I'm like, uh, why aren't they trying or are they trying? Have they taken Hurts out? And, uh, and then Hurts hurts his finger and everything. Yeah, they're they're a mess going in there. Am I remembering this wrong? But every year when we do this week eighteen podcast, we always say, "Why do we bet anything on week 18? This is a stay away. Just oh, yeah. cut everything back." Although I actually won money on million dollar picks. Somehow I, I lost a little more <laughs> in real life because I added some stuff. But I didn't even know how I won money because it's like half the things I thought were going to happen, the complete opposite happened. Right. And then got lucky with Houston. I don't think Indi- Indianapolis probably should have beaten Houston. I won. That was my, one of my big bets that I won. I don't even feel great about it. Houston barely won. Um, mm-hmm. But just in general, maybe week 18 is a little too nuts. I that agree. might be a could, cool it down week. Because you have to either go with the team that has, go against the teams that have nothing to play for, all of them, or you have to, you, you can't pick your spots, right? So I had Cincinnati. I love them. They won 31-14. Right. And was I was one. like, I was like, Cleveland's going to be just a little too cute. They're going to want to have, they're going to be like, we're the team with five quarterbacks that have won. That's going too far. Like that's, um, that's like an extra season of The Walking Dead. Like we get it. Don't get greedy. You know, the the main character's gone. But, uh, but then if you did that, you would have had to have taken the 49ers like you did, right? The Rams sat everybody. I know the 49ers kind of did too. You would have had to take in the Chargers. They sucked. So yeah, we could stay away from week 18, I think. I think it's the right move. Uh, uh, Bill, I, you know, I'm, I'm still, I'm so tired of talking. Let, let's get ready for the Winter Olympics. Let, let's do some <laughs> luge talk. Our bobsledders are out of this world. Let's forget about football in week 18. I thought Collinsworth was good tonight. <laughs> he was. He I was. thought he was on it tonight. He loves Josh Allen. All right. Uh, we'll take one more break and then we're going to do guest lines. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. I understand that some things you just want to keep private. Maybe it's something you don't want anyone to know, or maybe you think it's something minor, so why bother? But if you keep everything bottled up, if you let those emotions sit there and fester, it could be really, really bad for you. Sometimes it depends on what kind of family you're from. Like my dad's family is one of those. They bottle everything up, bottle everything up, and then they all just get mad at each other. Listen, talking things through is more helpful than you think. If you want a safe space for that conversation, recommend some therapy. Think about the things you can get out of therapy. First of all, a sounding board. You can learn better coping skills. You can learn how to set some boundaries, maybe how to empower yourself a little better day to day. And if you want to give therapy a try, 
Well, I have an answer. BetterHelp. A convenient and flexible way, since it's entirely online right now. It's easy to get started, too. You can fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And you can get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Bill Simmons today to get 10% off your first month. That is BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Bill Simmons. All right, guess the lines. Uh, round one. We have six games. What is the record for the year? The record is uh, well, for guess the lines. I'm up um, seven six to five. That's it. So we have five ties. Yeah, I have okay. seven wins. You have six. Yeah. Okay. It's week Saturday. Yeah. Browns at Texans, a game that you and I are going to combine lose a shitload <laughs> of money. We should mention on FanDuel TV, we've done the Ringer Wise Guys show every single week. Oh, yeah. And this week is something special. Joe House flying out. Raheem Palmer flying out. JJ, John Jastrzemski flying out. I'm bringing my sticks, bro. Who's playing <laughs> golf with me, bro? Apparently, he's playing golf with Ringer people on Friday. I'm bringing my yeah. sticks. Um, I, can't, I can't wait till it's 52 degrees and he starts crying. <laughs> it's going to be the best. So we are going to do Saturday and Sunday shows on FanDuel. On mm -hmm. Saturday and Sunday morning. This has been, we've talked about this for, I don't know you and I how many years, but we're finally doing it. We always felt like, especially the round one weekend needed, I just need to be with my buddies here and all kinds of things. So we're finally doing it. So check it out on FanDuel so TV fun. and on all the Ringer platforms. I, we're really proud of that show. It's excellent. Um, I might even the vomit. title, by the way. I, I might even vomit in front of Joe House. That's how excited. Or on Joe House? On Joe House. It's been a while. It's been many, many years. Yes, I won the title. Um, I was uh, 11, 6, and 1 in my best bet. So uh, there you go. And uh, for million-dollar picks, that translates to like 719 million or something. I don't know. Something good. I, I wanted House to stay with me when everybody's in town, but our buddy Jacko is coming out too. So you get, oh, to, that's you get some Jacko time. Yeah. But I forgot my daughter is still home. She's not going to college yet, so I don't have a room for House. Oh. So he's going to stay in a hotel. Mm -hmm. But House had always wanted to stay in the hotel. I think it's like the rare situation. I think he was staying in the house because he knew like we like when he's in the house. Mm -hmm. But House loves hotels. House yeah. is a hotel guy. I think it worked out great for him. <laughs> and uh, It's so funny. It's the opposite of Baby Doll, right? Baby Doll yeah, forces Baby Doll his wants way. to stay with people. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And he's, he's got all the means to stay wherever he wants. Fuck but he loves, he loves. I don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> House is the opposite. He loves nothing right. more than taking a hotel shower, getting water all over the bathroom, throwing towels yeah. down. You uh, can stop anyway. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll slow down. Uh, <laughs> round one line, Saturday, Browns, Texans. We're both going to lose an incredible amount of money, money. I have the Browns as favorites. Mm. Browns by two and a half in Houston. All right, I get you here. I had two. And of course, it's in the tic-tac zone. Of course. Oh, they why, did why, that? Why, why wouldn't they do it? It's one and a half. Yeah. Dicks. Yep. That line goes to two and a half or three, right? I would think so. I don't know. Yeah, there seems to be like a little bit of Houston buzz because what they pulled off Saturday night, but it's probably right, though. You know? I think it's, it's going to be really hard around. for them to move the ball because... You know, Houston? Collins had yeah. Collins had the game of his life in week 18 mm. and they still barely won. Um, there's Stroud. There's no, there's a lot of numbers against him. If you send the house at him or you design certain blitzes. Can I, I can I, can I be honest scary with you right now? For him. I shouldn't do this. I don't know why I'm doing this. It's two and a half now. You get it. Oh, 
We'll I don't see. know why I'm doing this. You get karma is what you get for that. Yeah, we'll see. Wow. So does that line end up at two and a half or three? Well, I don't know. I'm so mad right now. I don't even know. I'm, I'm <laughs> seeing red. Yeah. <laughs> you haven't been this mad <laughs> since you lost your seventh parlay of the weekend. <laughs> that's right. I think it stays around there. I, I feel like that's right. It's been the year of two and a half lines. Uh, next one. So that was the Shakey's Bowl. Mm-hmm. Then we move on to the Peacock Classic. <laughs> Below deck, Kansas City. We're going to uh, Kansas City Chiefs against the Dolphins. This is a game before mm-hmm. tonight. I would have said Chiefs by two and a half or Chiefs by three. Wada will be playing, but I think it has to be at least Chiefs by three and a half. I'm going to say Chiefs by three and a half. Oh man, you hit two for two now. Are you looking at the page? Are you looking? At I'm the not. I haven't looked page? at one thing. Are you sure? Scott is my witness. It's three and a half. I said three, so you get that right. You know what you got to do? Because we're going to watch the games together, right? Yeah. You, you got to tell JJ, like, I, I fucked up. I don't get Peacock. I don't know how we're going to see this game. <laughs> Wait, but, uh, at like 7.59, I'm like, yeah. oh, shit, I thought we had it. <laughs> it's on the radio, though. Listen, Hold on, I got sign up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, do that. That'll be fun. <laughs> oh, my God. Peacock. Great stuff. Uh, Sunday. I should mention we're making Peacock jokes, but I've been a loyal Peacock subscriber. Oh, and yeah. I like all the SNL stuff. I like all streaming services. I just think I know that I'm a, an anomaly because I like getting every streaming service and all the cable channels. I just enjoy that. Yeah. You know, I'm like Floyd Gondola. I like butter on my ass and lollipops in my mouth. Whoa. And streaming channels. Yeah, now, now you're talking about Joe House oh. and the hotels again. No, you're <laughs> SNL. I'm EPL. I'm wa- every Saturday. I'm up wa- uh, watching a game. Yeah, Peacock's uh, great. I, I like don't think a lot of people have it. I know, but they, it's just so much money. They have to do it. I, I don't know yeah. how much NBC paid, but they they have to do it this way. It's just so huge. It was either this or sell the game somehow to Saudi Arabia. They couldn't even figure <laughs> out how to do it. That's like right. Chiefs Dolphins <laughs> in Saudi Arabia, eight o'clock, <laughs> followed by UFC two ninety seven. <laughs> Yeah. Um, all right, Sunday, we got three games. Three good ones. Buffalo at home for Pittsburgh. This is a line that you told me this was the matchup right before we went on the air, so you know I didn't uh, mm-hmm. didn't look at the lines on this one. Oh, like you can't be looking at it right now. Well, go ahead, yeah. I would definitely do that. Uh, it's six, six and a half or seven, and I'm going to say six, and I think I'm low. Either way, you get me. I, I don't know why I said five and a half. It opened at eight and a half. It's up to nine and a half. Oh. Oh. Ooh. I hate this game now. Is TJ Watt worth that many points? Like if TJ Watt was playing, would you have said Bills by four and a half, Bills by five? I mean, what's their record with and without him? It's ridiculous. It's a ridiculous difference, yeah. isn't it? I'm going to go. I haven't gone through all my playoff manifesto rules yet, but I'm I'm almost positive Mason Rudolph violates about seven of them. <laughs> he does. The document's going to spit up on you. Yeah, yeah they're running the ball, up. though. They're running the ball, though. It's a little bit different, but they are running. Would this be a possible Cousin Sal bet? You think the Cousin Sal half, first half game parlay? Oh, interesting. Bills yeah, to yeah, win yeah. the first half, Steelers to win the game, like 12 to 1. There's no way they have that yet, right? No, they don't no, have that yet. Don't but. Have it. Okay. Yeah, I like that. Yep. It hit five times this year. Next one. Your stupid team. In Dallas, Bill Belichick's shadow looming over every Cowboys playoff game. It's just <laughs> ready. Ready to put the Tom Landry hat on and come take over as 
you, to your horror, the Cowboys trade a first round pick for Bill Belichick. And you're like, what's going on? Uh, <laughs> it doesn't come with Trevor Lawrence. That is a big Mike McCarthy reunion game, right? There's a big oh, there's oh, a lot yeah. of storylines here. Yeah. Um, this was the hardest one for me. I'm I have this as Cowboys minus six and a half in Dallas. And you could say I'm wrong by two points either way. No, you're you're good. And you win the week because this is now we tie this. I said seven and a half, and it's seven. So, so I won that one. Yeah, you no, what? We tied it. But you won the week. Oh, it's the, the it, line, the line seven. is seven. Okay. Yeah, don't get greedy there. Yeah, you won the week. <sighs> God, that tease is staring at us. Oh, that's I'm not doing it. Just stay away Saturday and bet those first two Sunday. You are looking live today, at minus 180 two-team money line. Today was the first day that I actually thought the Packers might be good. Because mm. I thought the Bears played pretty well in that game. Like, that Fields has obvious limitations. They figured out how to blitz him and keep him from running. Like, he couldn't run around like he normally does. They also kept him from having the ball. But He had a pretty clean pocket, Jordan Love, though. I don't think Dallas he will, did. will let him do that. Yeah. I well, think that but the difference. Yeah. The thing that was impressive, they still have no Watson, but then mm. it's just they have athletic receivers who just seem to get open. Each of them will get open in space at least once. Mm-hmm. in a game and it'll usually happen like four or five times total. I, Musgrave I came agree. back today. I don't know. Listen, they I'm have some you. weapons. It's any a scary. Any average quarterback could have won MVP with this team. I'm, I totally agree. <laughs> average quarterback. <laughs> anyway, uh, no matter what they believe. Lions in Detroit with Matthew Stafford coming back and Joe House on an airplane. <laughs> um, against the Rams and I have the Lions by three and a half. It opened to three and a half. You might sweep me this week. It went down to three. I went higher. I thought it'd be four and a half. That was dumb. But it is uh, It is three. It's a field goal right now. That's I think it stays one. stays at three, right? Oh, man. That is tough. That's going to be a tough one to get off of. Yeah, I think it's three. I wish I trusted Dan Campbell a tiny bit more in a game like that. Yeah. Against McVeigh and I'm just thinking this game in my head. I really like the Rams and I might like them a little too much, but McVeigh knows like every single thing to do against Goff, right? Mm-hmm. It's like he just got so under the hood with that guy. And he's gonna have nineteen different things going on. And they're so good in the first like I don't know, 20 minutes of a game with the the way that he, the whatever structure he has in the offense and they get one guy and all of a sudden it's Rams, 10 Lions, nothing. The crowd is terrified. I can just see it. I'd, I'd be so scared to take the Lions in this well, game. Well, that's why it's three. That's why the yeah. three seed is only a three-point favorite against the wild card. The Rams are good, man. I mean, two receivers that get open all the time. Mm-hmm. A running back who's probably one of the four best running backs in the playoffs and a quarterback who's just really good and delivers the ball. And on defense, they have a guy who can wreak havoc. They'll pressure a quarterback. I think you mentioned that last week, their special teams is a little weird, a little funky. Oh, it's so that's awful. Where, that's where yeah. maybe you may be able to get them. But um, yeah. I think three is a, a correct number, and I would be nervous if I was a Lions fan. Monday. Wow. <laughs> Philly at Tampa. <sighs> so I forgot it's, what we do. We just do a podcast Sunday night, right? We don't even... Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, we just did because Sunday night. The winner, you can cover it on Cousin Sal's winning weekend on Monday. Well, the uh, but the good thing about this is it's a four or five, so all the matchups will be set. Like we'll know right. the winner of this goes to the one or yeah, we could do yeah. contingency guesses yeah. freeze. So I really wanted to put this in the tic tac zone, but the Bucks are so shaky that even as bad as the Eagles look, I think it has to be two and a half or three. I'm going to say Eagles by two and a half. Congratulations, you swept. What is it? Just it's two and a half. Yeah, you went three at three out of six. Perfect. I am uh, lodging a complaint and a protest here. I went two. And it's two and a half. You're right. Does that stay the line? Six to one. I don't know, man. I think it might go down a little bit. I wish I knew if Baker were injured. I, I feel like I watched him enough to know that that shoulder is messed up. But um, boy, the they're Eagles just not so good, man. I, I, I know you and I both watched the Carolina game. I bet a lot of people didn't. Carolina, like, honestly, could have won that game. Mm-hmm. I thought. If you played that game ten times, I think they might win five. And yeah. I think if 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 Chark gets that touchdown or at least goes out of bounds in the one, and they go up seven nothing, I don't think Tampa wins. I don't think they come back because they weren't I really mean, doing that much. They can't run the ball that much. Baker wasn't accurate at all. Yeah, they did win, but I don't re- I don't remember two teams having such like like almost no momentum going against each other in the first round. Right, like the Bucks yeah. could have lost today. They did lose badly, really, to the Saints. They only scored, yeah. you know, like in the fourth quarter. They started, and we we know what the Eagles are about. This is not a fun matchup. It's weird because the Saints were definitely the best team in the NFC South, but mm-hmm. they didn't make the playoffs. But I think if you just like whatever the ceiling of each team's best game was, was the Saints clearly had the best highest ceiling, right? But they're just fucking stupid. They just blew dumb games, and Carr had like. It was getting me Three mad how good Carr was today. Like throwing, yeah, right. It was, where was this all season? Uh, it's, you, and you know what's funny? I had his over touchdown passes was twenty one and a half, and he hit it. I was like, "What? Wow, really?" Because uh, in my mind, he was worse, much worse than he than he should have been. But no, he went over. Makes no sense. Ridiculous. All right, before we do parent corner, uh, quickly on the conference stuff. Now we have both conferences in. We have Baltimore is the favorite, plus 135. San Francisco is the favorite in the NFC, uh, minus 120. Minus 120 now, Jesus. Mm. Um, Bills plus 280 for the conference. Chiefs plus 460. Dolphins plus 800. I still think the Browns at 15 to 1 is the best bet of all of these. And then uh, Steelers 17 to 1. Oh, I'm sorry, Texans 17-1. Um, yeah, we then, gave you Browns Niners at 34-1. It's 28 now, if, if you like that Super Bowl matchup. Jesus. Steelers 48-1. to one. Then in the NFC, we have Niners minus 120. Cowboys 3-1. to one. Hmm. So you would have to beat the Packers. Then you're playing probably Detroit. Probably Detroit at home again. Yeah. Maybe Tampa slash Philly. Right. And you're going to have to win in San Francisco. Yeah. yeah, still have to beat the Niners. I, I would take it game by game here. Philly has dropped to 7-1 to and it feels low. That's Detroit's 10-1, to which feels kind of a little, little high. They should, they should switch, right? Yeah, that yeah. feels like those should switch. Should switch. Mm. Rams 20-1, to I think, is a better bet than both of those. Tampa's 34-1, to and the Packers are 43-1. to And I, I got to say, those are the best odds of anything. If you're going to bet a long shot, you might as well take deep odds, think the Packers mm-hmm. could 
go in and beat Dallas somehow and then play the Niners who haven't played in three weeks and all of a sudden just get a lead on them. Shanahan's been so bad when the Niners are behind. Oh my God, the Packers, Jordan Love. Yeah. It's like when Rodgers came in here and they do that whole thing. Who? Uh, yeah. No, they'll, be one seven, feels high. they'll be a seven-point dog. They'll be a, probably a nine-point dog against the Niners and then they would still have to win two more, right? Yeah. But yeah, that is high. That's high for any playoff right now. Rams Ravens is uh 48 to 1. Ooh, look. And at then that. Rams Browns is <laughs> you you could bet $10 and win 3350. Oh, let's do that. Rams Browns Stafford Flacco in Vegas. In Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> do you think the Super Bowl has to be weird cuz it's in Vegas? It kind of feels like it does. Yeah. Feels like I it can't just be Baltimore or San Francisco. That's too easy. We're due for a crazy story, like a Spearmint Rhino. Like who's let's let's list odds, Spearmint Rhino odds oh, for any of these guys. Like a a player, like a Eugene Robinson yeah. player going off the rails. Yeah, right. Think so. What was Eugene Robinson? It was that was uh, a solicitation. Yeah, 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 yeah. something and, not great. Barrett Robbins. Yeah. There's been yeah, some good ones. A, yeah, yeah. All right, we are going to take a break and do paracord. This episode of the Bill Simmons Podcast is brought to you by Honey Stinger. This is a show about sports and culture opinions. But right now, I want to talk sports facts, the data, the stats. Honey Stinger, sports nutrition, trusted by more than 1,500 pro and college teams. That's right, 1,500. That's all 32 pro football teams. That's 39 pro basketball teams, 29 pro baseball teams, and more that prepare, perform, and recover with the delicious taste of Honey Stinger's energy waffles, chews, gels, and bars. Honey Stinger is the one team's trust. Use code Simmons for 20% off your first order at honeystinger.com. That is S-I-M-M-O-N-S for 20% off your first order at honeystinger.com. Today's Parent Corner is brought to you by CarMax. Every day as a parent is filled with lots of quick decisions to make for your kids, and they aren't always easy. But when it comes to deciding what car to buy, CarMax makes it simple. You can take a full month up to 1,500 miles to love your car. Return it guaranteed. Learn more and find a car you love today at CarMax.com. All right, cuz, what do you got? Is, does Brad count as a parent corner? Or does yeah, that? he's involved in this one. Okay. I, I figured I was, I was stuck and my wife's like, well, you got to tell him the story with Brad. And um, Well, first of all, I took the kids to see Iron Claw again. I was like, really? Watch it this time and with an open... <laughs> no, no, I, I didn't. Um, but I'll, I'll give you more, Brad. We had custody of him, as I mentioned. And my oldest son, uh, Archie's back from college since like December 5th. And this was his last week before going back to start the new semester or quarter, whatever the fuck they call it. And he announces to them he wants to get back Saturday so that he can go out with his friends Saturday night in Oregon. And my wife is very upset. She's yeah. like, wait, wait, you go back Sunday. You'll have one more day with us. So keep in mind, this is a little after he announces that he's going with his friends here in town to uh, Joshua Tree for two nights. Oh. And so she's like, oh, we're losing him. I can't believe it. Now he's going back Saturday night and he's going to Joshua Tree for two nights. And I was like, will you relax? Like, I love the kid, but he's been here since December 5th. It's, you know, it's a month. Let him be with his friends. And so she's like, I don't even know why he's gone. I was like, there's probably girls going. He's like, there's no girls, no high school, no college girl wants a freeze in Joshua Tree. And I'm like, all right, just let him do what he wants. So she expresses her displeasure of this to our friend Brad, who's a nut. And Brad and I and a couple of others, we go for ribs. And so now we come home. And when he goes, 
when he comes back from ribs, he's just a yeah. He's just a mess of a human being. I mean, he's got it. He's got at least twenty five hundred calories caked onto his beard when he walks back in the house. And this is after washing his face in the restaurant. And so he comes back, and Archie had just gotten back from Joshua Tree. He's like, "Ah, oh, what's going on?" He's like, "How was it?" And he's like, "Oh, it was good. We had a good time." You know, I know it's just him and his buddies drinking there for a couple of days, yeah. getting away. He's like, "Oh, really? What'd you like best? Did you like the did you like the trees or the dirt?" He's like, uh, I don't know. And he still doesn't know how to play. Brad. He's like, no, would you, would you like the trees or the dirt? Or maybe the birds? You like the birds? You like the trees or the dirt or the birds? Or maybe the freezing cold tent? Is it the trees, the dirt, the birds, or the freezing cold tent? Because it's got to be one of those four. And I, I like, I see Archie. He's like, uh, I'm freaking done with you people. He's like, I don't have craziness like this at home in, uh, in Oregon. So I was like, all right, Brad, just back no, no, off a it was little. the five hour car ride. That's yeah, what yeah, it was. No, that yeah, was, that was it. Was ride? it the long ride? Oh, I forgot the long ride. Yeah. Oh, was it the long ride where you're all breathing on each other? Do you like that? Do you like that? He's like, what? Well, I, I basically have this. Um, this hobo like screaming at me and I can't say anything back. And I was like, yeah, right. that's it. It's about Get college it. is cleaner and safer yeah, than being at his own house. It. So he'll never, not only did we, you know, the, the, the Joshua tree and we lost him for a couple of days and a day early. I don't know if he's ever coming back. <laughs> he's had enough of us. Thanks, Brad. <laughs> uh, I, uh, my son guessed it on a club across team in this tournament this weekend that oh, nice. he got asked. So, uh, got to drive to uh, San Diego with him. And it was the same kind of drive that I used to do with my daughter, which I thought I was retired on. Same field, like this big polo field in Del Mar. And, but I'd never been to a lacrosse tournament before. And, uh, you know, sa- same vibe as the soccer, except the games, the fields are a little tighter. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, man, this really reminds me of soccer. First game, two minutes in, Somebody passes to somebody else, like around midfield, and the ball skips under the stick and bounces hard. And the lady, like four feet over from me, just gets nailed with a lacrosse ball in sunglasses. And I I thought it was like broken nose. And she's stunned, and we're all horrified. And one of the parents is like, You got to be careful when you're at these lacrosse games. And I'm like, this is already a hundred times worse than soccer. What the <laughs> hell is happening? Just saw some lady almost get beheaded by a lacrosse ball. And uh, so then the whole rest of the weekend, I'm watching this lacrosse. Like just people are just, they're walking behind nets. They're on their phone and just getting nailed by balls for people in practice. Yeah, And it, it was like the most dangerous tournament I've ever been to. I never thought of it that way. I always thought yeah. the people in the stands were far enough away that it didn't. You, no, you they're all crowded around the field, and people are like, they're filming the games, they're taking pictures, and meanwhile, like, you know, some dumbass throws it to their midi and it throws it over their head and just pegs somebody. That's the, the worst ball to get hit with. Isn't that the worst oh, ball? No, it's, quite, small, it's like going so. seventy miles an hour. Yeah. Unless you put and your head at the bowling ball return right at the top, but I don't know what else. Yeah, that's the worst. You can't. But get it out seemed of the way. like everybody was used to it, and it was really? just like you. People had just been going to tournaments. It's like, oh yeah, Bob got hit by a ball. He's lost his eye. He's fine. He'll be. He'll be <laughs> the here tomorrow. Lady in the sunglasses. He's <laughs> a broken orbital boat. He's good. Yeah, the lady in the sunglasses was gone. We didn't see her again. I have no idea what happened to her. Oh um, man. So that was weird. The games are forty-five <laughs> minutes. With like a little like five minute break, but um, so you play like three in a day. Um, parents are a little aggro. Just gonna throw mm. that out there. 
Um, it's a lot of like dads yelling like, move, move your mm. legs. Come on, guys, you got to mm. cut. And just <laughs> a lot of agro lacrosse stuff, which is it's soccer is definitely a little more mellow and yeah. it has a little more rhythm. But for the most part, it was pretty fun. Um, I, I love it on Saturday, but uh, it was it was it was a good parent time. I would go to one. What uh, is he going to do it again? Yeah, maybe he was guesting on some. I don't know when they have those things, but he's got his season starting soon. But in in his high school season, we sit in the stands, so you're not yeah. going to like get hit by a ball. Right, right, right. Yeah, but, that seems safe. Oh, and then today somebody got hit in the nuts. And he hasn't worn a cup for any lacrosse game. And we've been like, you got to wear a cup, man. You get hit oh, in the yeah. balls. Like, say, no, no, it'll be fine. Meanwhile, he's playing defense. Um, well, so you I think that might have been. You can get jabbed with a stick to the nuts, too. Not even just, just the like, ball. Yeah. I try, you know, an important parent corner lesson is take care of your, take care of your boys. I don't yeah. mean my boy. I mean, like, your boys down there. Yeah, and right. And it's just like, it's not a sport where you shouldn't have a cup. It's ridiculous, but. You know, as as you know, with the sun, they always think they're smarter. Yeah, they don't want to hear they it. Never are. Yeah. Um, the other good thing was, you know, we had the long car ride, so I was able to get some information out of him finally. Mm-hmm. Just about life, but on the way back, there's so Del Mar coming back, and it's a really nice ride along. You need the right. ocean. It's really cool. It's like mm-hmm. West Coast. Hard to explain, but when you're from the East Coast and you know, the coolest thing you see is like some frozen river or something. And then you go on the West Coast, you're just driving next to Pacific Ocean for 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's this town called San Clemente that uh, is really nice. It's this little town on the water. It kind of breaks up the ride before it starts to get on the five. But they had a, they have a Jimmy John's there. So we like <laughs> order on the Jimmy John's app. Um, Jimmy John's, by the way, will not sponsor this podcast, even though I love Jimmy John's. It really hurts my feelings. It really like, I have like a specific sandwich I get. I don't, Jimmy John's just doesn't like me. But, um, so we order in the app, go in, pull up. We're, we're, um, eating Jimmy John's in the car. I'm like, and it's like the most unsafe 50. I'm driving 80 miles an hour with my knees. I'm eating, I'm eating a roast beef sandwich and pickles and chips and trying to drink a fountain soda and, I'm doing everything with my right kneecap in the carpool lane. And I'm thinking like, I was like, if we're probably going to get an accident. If we get an accident and they're going to find the wreckage of the car and they'll be like, now nah, this didn't, didn't seem intentional. He was covered in Jimmy John's <laughs> and they he wouldn't had, even sponsor him. He yeah. had a roast beef. And I, and I think it might've been cause they wouldn't sponsor the podcast, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, just, I'm trying to think what's a more unsafe parent activity that, we won't admit is unsafe than eating in a car on the highway. It's got to be number no, one, right? It. What's more yeah. unsafe than that? Well, were you wearing a cup? No, yeah, no. <laughs> he, was, he wasn't wearing a cup. <laughs> no. I don't know. I get walking behind that lacrosse net seems as um, <laughs> as negligent as anything. Or, or just standing midfield next to <laughs> apparently is also unsafe. Yeah, they need... Yeah. It's just... It's funny, you go to a baseball game and there's a net now all the way mm-hmm. around the stadium, but I could go to a youth lacrosse game and get hit 40 different ways by, you know, 90 different fields. Mm-hmm. You got to bring anyway. your own net. Yeah, you gotta, yeah, I've started bringing my own net. That's my, uh, that's my parent corner for you. I love it. Today's parent corner is brought to you by CarMax. Parenting is always going to be a little tricky and filled with split-second decisions, but buying a car does not have to be with CarMax. You can take a full month up to 1,500 miles to love your car or return it. That is the 30-day money-back guarantee. Learn more and find a car you'll love today at CarMax.com. All right, before we go, you said you had 
we did a futures draft before the season. What did uh, how did we do? Oh well, we didn't do so good. Uh, first of all, shout out to Chris Haynes who uh, did this for us. Um, just just uh, kept track and um, Chris, you get a thousand dollars to spend at the Ringer store. Buy what you want. Simmons gonna send you a QR code. But uh, you we, were eight and we eight don't have a Ringer store. We don't. What happened? No. Oh. no. All right. Uh, sorry, Chris. You're out of luck. But keep doing this. Eight and eight uh, in the AFC. You were. Um, I was ten. And, I was six and ten in the AFC. Oh no! You were nine and seven in the NFC, and I was ten and six in the NFC. So I think. Oh, so you I had were, a winning record. You that's, had a winning that's record. That's great. And I had a five hundred record, and that's all. No, but we knew this was our worst year we'd had in a couple of years. But we won our big Fanduel best. Yeah, we won the big boost. We hit that's that right. KC, San Francisco, Philly. Philly, by the way, barely wins if the season goes two more weeks. Probably lose that. But yeah, we we didn't really have it this year. I no, can feel I it coming in because I actually did the work on this. Um, we did a lot of work, and that's what's a bummer when it doesn't what doesn't pay off when you have like the Colts to have the worst record and they almost make the playoffs. Well, so one of our premises, and we always talk about this in August, is there's seven new playoff teams, seven leave. Mm-hmm. And this year it was like way too many teams were coming back. Well, by the end of the year, we lost Cincinnati, Jacksonville, and the Chargers from the AFC for playoff teams. Mm-hmm. We lost Minnesota, the Giants, and the Seahawks from last year. So we lost six. And we would have gotten a seven if it wasn't for that freaking New Orleans-Atlanta quagmire where Tampa Bay got back in. If New Orleans had just done its job, we would have had seven and it would have been right back to where we were. My whole premise with the futures, I thought Jacksonville was going to be out. I had Tennessee in that spot. I ended up being Houston. Me too. Um, And then, uh, you know, the Rams... Nobody had that. So that the ones that were like, holy shit, how did that team make it? Were the Rams and Houston. Right. And every year there's that we had that list and it's like all the it's will they make the playoffs? It's always like plus two fifty or higher. Mm-hmm. And every year two teams make it from the West and we stare at that list and we go, There's no fucking way any of those teams are gonna make it. It's plus three hundred. Houston was like plus five eighty or something. Yeah, that and, was. Uh, I mean, you could have even gotten in the middle of the year. You could have gotten three or four to one. But we did well. Yeah. We had the Chargers under under nine and a half. They had five. We both had that. We both had uh, Jacksonville under. That just went under. Um, we had Cincinnati under. That went way under. It was eleven and a half. They had nine. We did. We did okay. Dallas over nine and a half. They had twelve. Uh, you lost with Bills. That was it. You would have won that today. If my I had, had I, I did bad on the. Uh, yeah, I had the Bills not to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, I had my eight over unders. I hit six, my locks. Pittsburgh over, Tennessee over, didn't hit. Green Bay over, Miami over. Carolina under, Arizona under, barely. Cincinnati under, Indy under. That did not hit. Carolina so under. So six and beautiful. two. But then I had, I mean, my Super Bowl picks, I had Cincy, Pitts, Cincy Philly as my favorite one was 26 to one and Pittsburgh Philly, 110 to one. Those had no chance. Mm. Hertz as MVP. Tomlin as coach of the year, just just bad. I had some bad ones. Yeah, I had Peyton yeah. for coach I, of the year, uh, but I, but I did. Uh, I had Stroud. I'm happy to say I had Stroud. So now we watch as Puka Nakua collects the uh, hardware. It'll <laughs> 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 be fun. All right. So next time you see Sal, yeah. people listening Saturday on uh, on FanDuel TV with the whole group, we're gonna have Saturday and we're gonna have Sunday as well. Beautiful. And um, 
And that's it, unless you have anything else to say. That's it. Cousins House winning weekend. I just want to say Friday, we had Joel McHale on, and he's Mm. a big Washington Husky fan, also played for the team, was a tight end in the Rose Bowl in 93. Uh, And he offered an impassioned pep talk to Huskies fans ahead of tonight's game. And uh, we'll put that online and you'll see that. But otherwise, I'm back with Tate on Through the Ringer against the odds. And like you said, Ringer Wise Guys next Saturday and Sunday uh, in person. It's going to be fun. And I know people are probably expecting us to talk about McAfee and ESPN and Rogers, but I can be honest. So let's do it. Uh, I really don't care. (laughs) Just not that interested. (laughs) I just don't care. Also, our publicist is terrified. And he said, don't please, please don't breathe oxygen into this. So. Oh, yeah. Our publicist, Louis K. (laughs) So we should probably do it. Don't breathe (laughs) oxygen into this. Louis K. That's K-A-Y. That's how you spell his last name. Um, but yeah, I'm just, I don't think it's that interesting. You're welcome, Also, Lewis. we're listening to Lewis. Yeah. Uh, maybe we have some thoughts in private, but we're going to keep them to ourselves. That's right. I, yeah. There's a lot of people out there trying to get a little oxygen from this, and I thought it was annoying, and I'm not going to be right. one of those people. All I have to do is so. read my replies, and I'm like, you know what? I'm not <laughs> dealing with regular people here. This is fine. <laughs> uh, block, 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 the Kembe block, and I did, I did my cleanse for the January. I'm, I'm happy. <laughs> all right cuz good job by you good job by you buddy all right that's it for the podcast thanks to cousin sal thanks to steve cerruti and kyle creighton as always i will see you on this feed on tuesday rewatchables monday night don't forget youtube.com slash bill simmons and i will see you here on tuesday Must be 21 plus and president select states. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Kentucky, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, Vermont, and Virginia. You can call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 in Arizona. Call 188 188- 789-777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas. 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia or 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit GamblingHelpLineMA.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in New York.